Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. We are inching close to the Christmas. I am getting murdered at work. Um, it's our busy time. For those who know what I do, you know what I'm talking about. For those who don't, trust me. So I'm just going to throw a quick <clears throat> podcast out here um, just to keep the uh, weekly streak alive. So we're going to talk a few college football bowl games. If you listen to last week's show, you kind of know my stance on what the new system has done to the bowl games. Um, these games don't matter. Um, and it seems like the matchups even stink uh, more and more each year, especially this year. I thought last year's matchups were a lot better than this year's. Um, but I mean, we'll, we'll quickly discuss some of them again with the portal, the coaching carousel, early signing day, like, these games, they don't, like, they don't really matter. Like, the New Year's Six games kind of matter. Obviously, the playoff ones do, and there's some, some nice matchups later in the bowl season, but we'll, we'll go through a handful here, uh, and then we'll preview uh, NFL Week 16. Go through, I don't know, I got, like, eight or nine games wrote down what I deem to be uh, the big game previews, um, the big games we'll preview. And if I have a lock or some gambling advice, uh, I'll give that to you at the end of the show. But this should be a pretty quick one. All right, so let's go to the bowl game. So we left off, I think, December 21st, Thursday night. I'm recording this on a Wednesday, by the way, so uh, the 20th. Um, so this could be obsolete by the time you listen to this. But how about Thursday, December 21st, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Two six and six teams, the South Florida Bulls and the Syracuse Orange. Syracuse three point favorites ESPN eight Eastern time on Thursday night. The twenty first is where you can catch this one. Syracuse, they got a new coach. Um he's not coaching the game yet, but Frank and Brown from Georgia. Kyle McCord, the Ohio State quarterback, is transferring in next year. Taking a ton of transfers in. I don't know. Anything about Syracuse, what they have going on. Going into this bowl game. I do know former Michigan, now Syracuse tight end, converted quarterback Dan Villari. I read that he could get some snaps. So I might have some fun and, and prop bet him for an anytime touchdown because I imagine um, I imagine those odds will be pretty high. And I'm willing to take a chance for the joke um, for Dan Villari. South Florida, surprise, Alex Golish getting his team to a bowl game here year one. Um so I, I don't <laughs> I don't have a play in this one. Uh, Friday, December twenty second, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Again, two uh, or a pair of six and six ball clubs will meet up. Georgia Tech, the Yellow Jackets, against the University of Central Florida Golden Knights. UCF, a five point favorite, six thirty Eastern time on Friday, the twenty second. I like Tech. I do. I I think I would take those points. Um. Yeah, I I think, you know, everybody's got guys out, but, uh, you know, I, I like Georgia Tech. I think they're they're building a little bit of something. Um, I made some money off them this year in certain spots, so they've been good to me. So uh, give me the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. All right, Saturday, December the 23rd, a slew of games here. We will start at noon with the 76 Birmingham Bowl. Troy, the Trojans, the Sun Belt Conference champs, 11-2, going up against the 7-5 Duke Blue Devils. Troy, a 7.5-point favorite. ABC, noon Eastern time on Saturday, the 23rd. 
I love Troy. Love their defense. Vidal, I think he's a he's a four year starter running back, um, in an NFL type caliber back next season uh, when he gets to the league. This is his last one. I think he's he's playing in this one. Duke, they lose their head coach. They lose right. I mean, I think Troy smushes Duke. He gets the twelve wins. So, uh, so give me the Trojans here. You know, my goal in this in that game is hopefully Duke scores first, and then I could get this thing under seven. It's seven and a half right now. Do I buy it down pre-flop to seven, then it maybe pushes, or do I wait for um, a five and a half or a six, six and a half or a flat five uh, or four and a half somewhere in that early live market? Um, that's honestly the live market is where I've been uh, pretty good in college bowl games. But again, it's just kind of a feel thing. You can't really podcast uh, the these picks. So uh, sorry, sorry about your luck. Um, anyway, that that's what I would do. How about the Camellia Bowl? A pair of six and six ball clubs here, Arkansas State against Northern Illinois. Arkansas State three point favorites. Listen. Butcher Jones, he was crying at the beginning of the year. They gave up 70, what, 7 to Oklahoma in the opener. And then later in the year, they score 73 in a win against Texas State. He gets this club to a bowl game. Northern Illinois, man, I mean, they're kind of a junkyard dog team. Their offense stinks. The the run defense is ass as well, like low-key. Um but they kind of get some turnovers here or there, and their pass defense is okay. But I'm going to take Arkansas State. It seems like their upward trajectory, their momentum later in the year, uh, to me, feels more impactful, and they could ride that momentum into this one uh, in the Camellia Bowl. That's a noon Eastern time kick on ESPN. Let's go to 3.30 Eastern on ABC. 11-1, the Dukes of James Madison University against the Air Force Falcons with an 8-4 mark. JMU a two-point favorite. This is the Lockheed Martins Armed Forces Bowl, 3.30 Eastern time. Kick, um, I believe this is in Fort Worth at, uh, at Amon G. Carter Stadium. That's where TCU plays. This is uh, this might be my, my play here. Give me the Dukes of JMU. I like them. I'll lay the two. I would take the money line. My theory going into this bowl, there was two teams that was tr that, that the NCAA and the bowl communities were trying to fuck. That was Jacksonville State and JMU. The rule was stupid that you have to set out, what, three years um, of postseason competition when you make the transition. Luckily, there wasn't enough 6-6 six and six bowl teams to fill all the bowl slots. So Jacksonville State and JMU get their chance. Guess what? Last Saturday, Jacksonville State, they win the New Orleans Bowl. It took overtime. It was a bit of a sweat, but, and they pushed on the spread, but the money line hits, so that's why I say you got to take the money line and the spread here, Jamie. That's that's my favorite uh, bowl play in all the games we'll talk about. I think these teams, and I know Kirk Signetti left and took the Indiana job, and I know Jamie have a ton of, they have a ton of guys in the portal, but I think a lot of their guys are going to suit this up and play this bowl game. That's the rumors. That's what I've looked up. And Air Force, man, they're just a team that they, they've kind of been, um, I don't want to say a mean pun here, but um, I was going to say like the, the 
they keep losing altitude or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just a team that started out real fast, then a little bit of an injury, bugaboo hit the team, and then they started turning the ball over, and uh, they limped home to the finish. I think they started 5 or 6-0. and all. Maybe even seven and now. Now they're eight and four. Um, plus, they've been to this bowl game before. I don't think they're going to be too turned, even though it's a service academy, to play in this bowl game. But give me the Dukes of Jamie. That's my favorite play. All right, we will go to three thirty Eastern time on December twenty third on Saturday. ESPN, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Potato Bowl. Excuse me, Georgia State and Utah State, both six and six teams. The Aggies of USU. A two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I love this bowl game. I do. <laughs> you get the French fry bath uh, to the winning coach at the end of this game. Um, it's on the blue turf. It, it's 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 only college football. Like, the game's in Boise. Weather's usually really terrible. Um, I like Utah State. I would lay the points there. Georgia Southern going clear out there. They're going to be in the cold. Uh, I don't think they'll like that. I think they'll be excited to play. But Carroll, the running back's in the portal. Um, I think he went to Missouri, uh, the Georgia State running back. That's really good. So good get for uh, Eli Drinkwitz in Mizzou. Um, yeah, so give me Utah State. A little familiarity. They they play in the Mountain West. They played at Boise before. So the, the Smurf turf not going to be jarring. For them, and um, yeah, I, I, I will take Utah State and lay the two and a half. Whatever the hell 68 Ventures is, they sponsor this next bowl game Saturday night, the 23rd at 7 Eastern time on ESPN. A pair of six and six clubs will match up the South Alabama Jaguars and the Eastern Michigan Eagles, uh, South Alabama. A 17-point favorite. This is a home game for them. I mean... <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like they're begging you to take Chris Gray in here, but I feel like I feel like the idiot that's gonna do that. I feel like you gotta take the seventeen with Chris Creighton. South Alabama, what is this? What? Like they had, they had aspirations of winning the Sun Belt this year. Like they had high, lofty goals. And clearly they didn't meet those expectations, uh, being a 6-6 six and six club in the fucking 68 Ventures Bowl. And this is a home game for them, which, you know, I think maybe the bookmakers or the line makers factored in home field advantage to a certain extent into the line. But they don't want to be here. They don't want to be in this game. Get, like, do, well, I guess does Eastern Michigan want to be here? I kind of think they do. I'll take the 17 with the Eagles. All right, ABC 7 or the Eastern Time. Utah and Northwestern in the SRS distributing Las Vegas Bowl. The Utes a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me Northwestern. Give me Northwestern. I know Bryson Barnes is playing in this game. It's going to be his last one for the Utah Utes. Um... Kyle Whittingham and that staff is incredible. But David Brown, what he's done at Northwestern, I thought this team would be lucky to win one damn game. They had Howard out of the FCS in the non-conference. I thought that would be their only win. Uh, here they are, 7-5. and five. I think they go to 8-5 and five here. I think they can, pull, they can pull the upset off here. I really do. Um, but I like the 6.5, so that would be my official play. Finally, the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. It's a shame the Hawaii Bowl is not on Christmas Eve. 
It's kind of bullshit if you ask me. Anyway, a pair of seven and five clubs will clash here. Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers versus the Spartans of San Jose State. The Spartans, a 10-point favorite, 10.30 Eastern time on ESPN Saturday night, the 23rd. Uh, I mean, Coastal, Grayson McCall, he's in the portal. I mean, he, he was hurt a lot of the year, so I don't know if that's really that daunting. Uh, but... Siobhan Cordero, the former Hawaii signal caller, now San Jose State QB. Kind of a homecoming of sorts for him. Uh, I like I like uh, San Jose State in this one. And and I would lay I would lay the, the healthy tin there. I hate to lay that, but that's the way I lean. Alright, let's go to December twenty sixth, Tuesday. Two Eastern time, the quick lane bowl. Bowling Green, the Falcons 7-5 against the 5-7 Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minnesota a 3.5 point favorite, 2 Eastern time on ESPN is where this one will be. Minnesota, I don't even know the kid's name. I probably should, but apparently there's a rumor they're paying their third string QB who was graduating. Uh, the NOL collectors like, here, here's 30 grand. For the love of God, just start for us. And, um, yeah, that, that's that's the rumor. Anyway, because uh, Cali Manus is in the portal, the backup got in the portal as well. Bowling Green. Bowling Green beat Minnesota, what was it, two, three years ago? Maybe 2022, maybe 2021 in a non-conference game in Minnesota. And Minnesota was just turnover happy in that game. Now, that was Tanner Morgan-led uh, Golden Gophers offense. But I'll be not shocked at all if Bowling Green wins this game. Because here's the thing. If you've watched any Bowling Green Falcon football this year, outside of the Michigan game in the big house, if Bowling Green's defense gets turnovers, they're going to win the game. I mean, look at their turnover margin this year. All their turnovers have come in wins, except they they got three turnovers against Michigan in uh, in the non-conference uh, early or late September. That was the only game against the number one team right now in the country uh, that they, they didn't win where they got turnovers. So if uh, this this Minnesota kid's throwing the ball around the yard, they're not tight with ball security. Uh, BG probably plus the points and a little sprinkle is where you want to be. All right, Texas State and Rice and the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl, 530 Eastern time on ESPN on the 26th. Texas State, the Bobcats, a five-and-a-half point favorite. This is the second one I'm looking at here that I like. I like this over 59 and a half here. Two Texas teams slinging it around, high-paced offense. Who the hell knows who's playing for any of these teams? I don't think the defenses uh, are going to do much. So uh, I, lo I love the over in that game. I had that circled since that matchup came out. Didn't really care what the number was. It's under 60. I like that. So uh, that that's where I'll be. All right, how about the guaranteed rate bowl, 9 Eastern time on Tuesday night, the 26th. Kansas, the Jayhawks, 8-4 and four against the 9-4 and four running Rebels of UNLV. Kansas, a 12.5 point favorite. I would like to take the points here with UNLV, but I'm a little gun shy too. But I think this could be, weirdly, it, this is either going to be Kansas blows the hell out of UNLV or this is going to be right down to the wire, crazy high-scoring game. That, there's no two ways about it. That's all it's going to be. UNLV has the go-go offense under Barry Odom, first-year head coach. Hell of a job. They 
finished uh, runners-up in the Mountain West this year. Uh, in the conference championship game, we lost to Boise, but uh, <clears throat> great year for them. Kansas, eight wins. Chance to go to 9-4 and four under Lance Leipold. Um, yeah, this, this one low-key could be fun. All right, let's go to Wednesday, the 27th of December. We'll stop after this date here. Uh, the Military Bowl presented by GoBowling.com. You know, when I think of military, I think of the lanes. And just hearing those pins click and clatter and chatter. I'm obviously being a little, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Anyway, 2 Eastern Time on ESPN, Wednesday, December 27th. Virginia Tech, the Hokies, 6-6, six six, going up against the Green Wave, the 11-2 team. That is Tulane. But Virginia Tech, a 10.5-point favorite. Tulane loses their head coach. I don't know if Michael Pratt's going to go. They're stood quarterback. Uh, but Virginia Tech should not be a 10.5-point favorite against anybody. Um, so I, I would take the points with Tulane. Duke's Mayo Bowl, 5.30 Eastern Time ESPN. Two 8-4 clubs going at it. We kind of like this matchup. North Carolina versus West Virginia. Mountaineers a six and a half point favorite. Of course, Drake May is probably he's probably not playing in this one. West Virginia chance to win nine games when this was a hot seat year for sure for Neil Brown. That's got to be sweet. How them losing this game and going eight and five? Uh, I don't think anybody saw that. But a nine and four team, a nine and four season for the ears would just I mean that'd be awesome. Uh, and I think that's what happens here. So uh, give me West Virginia. I think I'd lay the six and a half here. The Direct TV Holiday Bowl, eight Eastern Time on Fox, number fifteen Louisville. Hey, we got a ranked team here, ten and three, the ACC runner-up going up against the seven and five Southern California Trojans. That is USC, Louisville, seven and a half point favorites. I would probably lay the points here. I mean, USC is going to have nobody. I mean, their whole team's in the portal. Caleb's definitely not playing. Their defense stunk anyway. You give Jeff Brom some time. I think Louisville seeing that uh, a chance to go and win 11 games and seeing that SC logo cross that sideline from them um, will get them fired up. So lay the uh, 7.5 with Louisville. Final game we will preview in this little section of the bowl preview is Texas A&M up against number 20 Oklahoma State, a former Big 12 game. Broke out in the Tax Act Texas Bowl Wednesday, 9 Eastern Time, the 27th on ESPN. Aggies, two-point favorites. Take the Cowboys. Mike Gundy, unbelievable. I think 11-5 or 11-6 all-time in bowl games. A&M's going through a transition phase. Uh, they fired Jimbo Fisher. They bring in Mike Elko. Don't know who's going to play any position for them. They've been hit by the portal. Oklahoma State. A chance to get to 10 wins, and Mike Gundy in a bowl game here uh, has been pretty damn awesome. So, yeah, uh, why would I not take the uh, the pokes here and and give me uh, them on the money line, and I'll take the, uh, the flat two right now. So there you go. I mean, we went uh, December 21st through, what was that? Is that the 27th? Yeah. So I guess uh, when we come back next week, I'll probably ask uh, Westside Tommy back next week, and we'll go through the rest of them, the rest of the bowl games that are left uh, from the 28th all the way to New Year's Day, including the playoffs, and then we'll do a little NFL Week 17. But that's next week. Real quick, let's do the NFL Week 16 preview. 
We're going to go through the big game preview, circle back, give you the rest of the schedule. And uh, that'll be that. All right, how about a big one? 8.15 Eastern time on Prime Video, Thursday night, 7-7 seven and seven at 7-7. Seven and seven. That is the New Orleans Saints at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams a four-point favorite. The total, 46.5, almost across the board in that one. Again, big-time playoff implications here. I mean, if the Saints lose, I don't feel like it's an elimination game for them. I still think in that NFC South, they still have a chance to to rebound with a couple weeks left in the regular season to get that, that playoff berth uh, out of that division. The Rams, I mean, the Niners have clinched the West already. You got Seattle, um, you know, in the same division right there. So this feels like more of a must-win, uh, a must-win for the Rams here. And they're at home, and it feels... It feels, uh, I don't know. It's a little scary because it's four. But I, I, I think I would lay, I think I would lay the four here. I, I you know, gun the head. Very soft confidence, but I would lay the four. All right, let's go to Saturday, 4.30 Eastern time on NBC. AFC North Rivals going at it. The Cincinnati Bengals, eight and six on the season. On the road in Pittsburgh, taking on the Steelers. With the seven and seven mark currently, Bengals two point road favorites. Thirty seven is the over under total. I mean, when is I'm not a big Kenny Pickett guy, but man, they need him back in the lineup because Mitch sucks. Is Mason Rudolph going to get the nod here? I don't know. You just you can't you can't trust this offense of of Pittsburgh. And if Cincinnati gets to 20 points, if they can manufacture at least 20 points on the road, which I think they can, I think they win. So I'm going to lay the two with Cincinnati here. I, I just like the way the defense has played recently for the Bengals. Jake Browning, um, he's been good too. Uh, so uh, And the Bengals got a little mojo. Um, feel better about them. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lay the two on the road. Next game we will preview here. Let's go to Sunday, 1 Eastern time on CBS AFC battle here. The 9-5 Cleveland Browns on the road at the 8-6 Houston Texans Browns. I mean, this thing, I feel like it's kind of been all over the place. But Cleveland, a 2.5-point road favorite. 40. A flat 40 is your total. I think this line has flipped completely. Um, I mean, the Browns opened at a four-point favorite, but I thought I seen Houston might have been a slight favorite the other day, but I think they announced that uh, C.J. Stroud another week in the concussion protocol. So this thing's going to have to be ugly. Uh, but I think both sides are kind of, they kind of realize this game's going to have to be an ugly game uh, because you're going to get another backup game, I believe, from Case Keenum, who got the nod for the Texans last week. Led him to an overtime victory against the Titans, though. Uh, of course, the Browns with Joe Flacco. What is this, 2013? I mean, this is <laughs> it's wild. Um, I like the Browns. I do. I, they, they just do enough. Joe Flacco makes one throw here. They get a, a turnover here. I, again, I'm just riding these momentum teams right now. The Bengals, the Browns, like I, I just like them. So, uh, yeah, gun the hand, soft lean towards the Browns on the road. 
uh, laying the points. All right, let's go to – we'll stay at the 1 o'clock window on Sunday. On Fox, the Colts at the Falcons. Colts – or Falcons, excuse me, one-point favorite, 44.5. It's a total one Eastern time kick on Fox. I like the Colts here. Again, hot team. Falcons, like, this would be a perfect Falcons game if they win this game. Uh, but everybody's everybody's ready to murder the Falcons. I mean, they let uh, so many, not me personally, I'm being honest, but they let so many people down last week losing that game at Carolina. I'm sure they had so many money line parlays and teasers and shit. Just got destroyed by the Falcons' inability to go into a terrible Carolina and, and beat them. So, uh, But that's why the Falcons might be the play here. But uh, my little feeble, dumb brain is going to say the Colts go on the road and, and get the dub. So Colts, money line. All right, let's go to the NFC. And I'll go to the North, 1 Eastern time on Fox on Sunday. The Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. Lions, three and a half point favorites. 47 is your total. Nick Mullins looked pretty decent last week. I mean, he turned the ball over, but he, he threw for over 300 yards on the road. In Cincinnati against the Bengals, uh, Lions found their groove a little bit, kicking the shit out of the Broncos at home. It was a get-right spot for them. I didn't see it like that, so uh, I lost that one. Anyway, am I chasing the Lions here? I might be. I like them at three, but three and a half's a little sketchy to me. Um, yeah, I think if you can get the Lions at three or under, you're going to be good. I think Minnesota's going to throw everything they can at this game. This is kind of their their last chance. Um, it's a division game. They, they play the Lions, I think, in two more weeks, or, like, in, in two weeks after this one. So, um, yeah, right now I, I would take the three and a half with the home team. I think the, the Lions win. Uh, if it gets bet back down to a flat three or two and a half, uh, if it does, I don't know if it's going to. I, I would go Lions here. Division game, I, th I think it's tight. All right, let's continue here. Jacksonville at Tampa. Sunshine State showdowns. 4.05 Eastern time on CBS. Buccaneers a one-point home favorite. 43 is your total. I mean, I I can't. I kind of like the Bucks here. But Jacksonville, I feel like Jacksonville has to win this game. They got to stop the bleeding. I don't like the way they're playing right now, though. So it's probably a stay away. But that, that's a big game. I mean, Tampa. If Tampa goes eight and seven after this one, if you look at that division, I mean that doesn't necessarily clinch it, obviously. Um. But man, if if New Orleans loses Thursday night and Tampa wins. Uh, you know, heading into Sunday uh, night, that that'll that'll loom large, even though it's <laughs> even though it's a one game lead. It's big time. It is. It really is. All right, uh, four twenty five Eastern time on Fox. How about this game? Two ten and four clubs matching up in South Beach. Uh, the Miami Dolphins will host the Dallas Cowboys. Dolphins a one and a half point favorite. Fifty one is your over under total. Yeah, I would expect points here, but the total opened at 48 and a half. It's been bet up to 51. So I think you maybe if it gets out to a slow start, you get anything under 48. 
Uh, you get 47.5 or lower. Live bet the hell out of that over. I, I, you know, it's not a guarantee, but that's the way I would lean. I don't know what to make of these teams. Miami's been awesome at home, especially, but when they play a good team <clears throat> this year with a, win a winning record, um, they've not fared well. But their adversary in this game, the same goddamn team. Dallas at home has kicked the shit out of everybody, but when they get to the road and it's against a good team. Mm-hmm. Not good either. I don't know what to make of this game. So I, I'm looking to live bet the total over if I get the right number. I think that's my best game like advice there. I think I think I like Miami at home though. If you made me pick a side, just because Miami is at home. I, I think that's that's the only way I would lean there. Alright, we got a triple header on Christmas uh Monday. Let's start with the 1 o'clock game, Monday on CBS. We're not previewing all three of these games. It's just two of these games fell into the big game previews. So the 1 o'clock game, AFC West rivals. Uh, the Chiefs host the Raiders. Uh, Kansas City, a 10-point favorite, 41.5 is the total one Eastern time on CBS. On Christmas Day, Monday. I mean, the Chiefs are going to win, but I, I, I kind of like... I kind of want to take the points with Las Vegas. I've bought in the Antonio Pierce. It's like I'm in the locker room or something. Every week I'm looking at the Raiders like, ah, do I take the points? They're feisty. Like, they're playing defense. Chiefs, I don't really know what to make of them right now. They're they're kind of finding their sea legs a little bit, trying to figure out what team they are. Um, I think the Chiefs win. I'm very confident they, they stay uh, uh, or they get the win at home. And, and keep the home fans happy. But, man, I kind of want to take the points. That's that's where I'm at. All right, final game of the weekend. ABC slash ESPN on Monday night, 8.15 Eastern time. Kick the Baltimore Ravens 11-3 at the San Francisco 49ers. Also with an 11-3 record. Niners, five-and-a-half point favorites. 47 is the total on this puppy. Super Bowl preview. Everybody's going to say that all week leading into this game. But, I mean... They're not wrong. Right now, those are probably the two betting favorites to get out of their respective conferences, the two top seeds in the respective conferences. Listen, I think the Niners win, but um, five and a half, Baltimore's tough. I, I might lean towards taking the points here. And I think this will kind of be, I mean, the Niners, everybody just expects them to put up 35 because they're healthy. Um, I think Baltimore's defense this year, they've kind of gotten back to being the Ravens' defense a little bit when they're healthy. So it's going to be an interesting chess match here. Uh, Lamar, he uh, he's tough to defend. So that's an exciting one. To close down your Christmas, NFL, great job scheduling um, these things. Um, yeah, so Niners win. I soft, soft lean towards taking the points. Um, and... The under, even though it's not the key number you want, uh, I would lean. I'd look at the under. All right, the rest of the schedule. Uh, Saturday night, 8 Eastern on Peacock. Bills at Chargers. Uh, we go to the Sunday 1 o'clock windows we did not discuss. We got the Commanders at the Jets. Packers at the Panthers. We got these uh, Seahawks at the Titans. Uh, 425, we got the Cardinals at the Bears. 8.15 Eastern Time NFL Network on Sunday night. 
Patriots at the Broncos. And then the middle game on Christmas Day, Monday, 430 Eastern, Tom and Fox. NFC East rivals go out at Giants at the Eagles. That's your week 16 schedule. That's your college football bowl games from December 21st to December 27th, like a week's worth of games. All rolled into one quick, efficient, tidy podcast. So that that's it. Um, this will be the last time I talk to you um, before you open all the presents and get together with your respective families for Christmas. So um, let me do let me do the plugs, and then I'll get a little sappy here. But rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Twitter, X, and Facebook at PodcockPCast on both platforms. Available on all major and minor podcasting platforms. That's Spotify. That's Apple. That's uh, what else is there? Oh, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, wherever your favorite platform is, find us there and listen away. Share it with a friend or an enemy. How about a friend this time of year? You don't want to be on the naughty list. So uh, anyway, appreciate you listening. We'll be back next week, probably with the guests. Expect a real long show, so that's why this one's a short one. But uh, to get sappy real quick, have yourself a merry little Christmas. And um, thanks for listening. And I probably should have said, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas and ended the goddamn show. But it wouldn't be a podcock PCAST without a clunky, bizarre, um, uncomfortable ending uh, to the, the show. Like a terrible dismount. All right. Merry Christmas, fuckers. <laughs>